What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Before you drift off into one of our meditations or dive into a podcast interview, I would like to share with you one of the new opportunities for our listeners at The Mindful Movement. This is Sarah Raymond, and I'm so excited to announce the expansion of our coaching services to include two of my good friends and excellent coaches, Nikki Dyer and Laura Cannon. Both Nikki and Laura provide their own unique skill sets, allowing us to meet the needs of our growing audience. If you want to learn more, just follow the coaching link in the show notes. As always, we are grateful for your support and look forward to working with you. Hello and welcome to the Mindful Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Les Raymond. Thanks for tuning in today for another episode. Got to speak with Travis Shoemaker today. Travis and his friend Drew have put together a ton of music available all over the internet. I've been binging on it through his channel called Healing Vibrations on YouTube, and I've been really enjoying it. Sometimes you just got to let go and not have words for your mind to follow. Uh, Music is timeless and everybody can relate to the idea that listening to music can affect how you feel and that could be used to our advantage to help you feel good and i've been using travis's music to help myself feel good and wind down at night it seemed only fitting to reach out and have a chat with him and uh, that's what we did today i hope you enjoy the episode Travis, thanks for joining me on the Mindful Movement Podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate being here. So you've built up um, a pretty nice uh, collection of offerings on YouTube, and I've been binging on them a little bit lately. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's definitely, this year has been, there's been a lot of growth. And um, we're just really seeing, you know, I feel like I have so much that I can offer and we don't want to saturate, you know, just like one channel by just pumping out so much content for it. So we've kind of been branching out when I say we, I, uh, Drew's my, my business partner and he's the other side of the operations. Gotcha. And, um, yeah, so we just were like, Oh, it would be so great to make videos like this. And it's like, well, okay, let's, let's make a new channel for that. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been very busy, but so really wait, good. how many channels do you have then? So right now we have, well, technically we have like eight, eight oh channels, my. but we only have five that um, we are consistently working with. Only okay. So I've been listening to Healing Vibrations. I guess that's how I was introduced. Is that the like the OG channel for you? That's that okay. is the OG. That okay. is um. That's my pride and joy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, it's great. I, you know, I, I find myself going in phases of, first of all, there's, you know, functionally infinite content to, you know, place your attention on. And there's always part of me that feels like I just can't get enough. And I have to remind myself sometimes to dial it back with certain types because, it makes my bed, my head like busier. Like I love learning because YouTube offers so many things. You can learn about anything. Yeah. And, um, and sometimes I have to like check myself and, and enter a phase where I'm detaching from the, the words, 
you know, the thought mm -hmm. and like go towards music and I'll go in phases of different musics that I use for like chill out time. You know, I try to wind down and have some kind of pre-sleep routine of some sort and I'll go in phases where I'm leaning on some type of uh, relaxing content. And um, so that I'm not like, I'm because I love learning, I'll be listening about something about nutrition or physiology. And my mind's always thinking about what I'm learning. And I'm like, dude, it's nine o'clock at night. Like, it's not time <laughs> for that. Like you had all day to do that. Uh, so it's great to be able to just, um, you know, click a button. And within seconds, you feel like you're you're like slipping into a zone of some sort of calm. And I feel like your sound bath uh, work with mostly, I guess, crystal bowl stuff that I'm listening to um, gets me there very quickly, um, mm. very consistently. And yeah. there's one I've been really leaning on lately. And I just, I go to like my history because I know it'll be there recently and I can click on it, like Enchanted Forest or something. It sounds like you're walking through a jungle. Yes. <laughs> and um, I really, I really dig it. What? So when was like the first time that you um experienced or noticed that sound or music uh had an impact on how you feel yeah so i guess it 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 i actually grew up with deaf parents so um it's interesting that like music resonated so much with me even as a child um i was there was never like a specific genre that i was like attracted to as opposed to others, you know, I love country and rock and 80s music and rap and all that fun stuff. And um, I guess I knew like early on how much how important music was for me. And there was a period of time where I, uh, I went through a pretty dark phase in my life. And when I came out of that, I reconnected with music in a way that, you know, like really helped me heal and it allowed me to, you know, like ball my eyes out when I hear like a really good Celine Dion song, you know, and it's just like ha having music that that makes you feel so much is it it changed my life. And um, I was given um, a crystal singing bowl for my birthday um, by my partner at the time back in I think it was 2016. And it was the first time. I heard and felt sound inside and out of me at the same time. So I'd, I'd play the singing bowl and it was like, I was sitting there meditating and, and ringing it. And it felt like I was going, whoom, whoom, just like, like warming the, the warble. And um, I'm like, what, what is happening? It, it felt so expansive within myself. And um, I learned about this, uh, this doctor named Dr. Masuri Moto, who, you know, would speak, speak words into um, water and freeze it. Oh, and yeah. And it, he would be saying words like, I love you, or you're beautiful. And it would just come out in these perfect fractal patterns of sacred geometry in these water flakes. And then he would say the opposite, you know, like, I hate you, like you're ugly, all these like darker, lower vibrational words. And it would come as out in just like this blob and that resonated with me so much because you know we're made of water and you know we're we're 65 75 80 percent water whatever it is but vibration has such a profound impact on our bodies 
And then I don't know if you've heard of cymatics, but that was also something that really resonated with me because they, they would take sand and put it on a table and then put very specific frequencies and vibrations on it. And again, it would be perfect fractal geometry images. And it's like every, every sound has a wave pattern and this wave pattern has a form of structure to it. And if you play the right wave pattern at the right time with the right emotional state, you can have these profound releases and, you know, just this expansion of consciousness or a release of emotions. And like, I guess I kind of went off on a long tangent. No, it's with this fine, man. <laughs> um, how, how old were you when you were going like from the, the dark stage to coming out of it and using music as a tool? It was about 23. 23 is when my life really opened up gotcha. and I really got into meditation and um, I had an out-of-body experience and I, it, that's Perseus. <laughs> you <laughs> might've seen him in my videos. For the listeners, there's a, a cat that just made an entrance. <laughs> yeah. He always makes an entrance. Sweet kid. Um, so you were 23. How old are you now? Yeah, uh, right now I'm 34. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I've been on this path for, yeah, about 11 years, almost 12. Nice. Well, it sounds like, it sounds like uh, you're on the right path, man. Um, yeah, it, it feels sure right. it's helping a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you, you. And you said something that resonated with me where you said, like, uh, heard and felt. And I remember um, a few years back, I was introduced to Krishna Das. Are you familiar with Krishna Das? I am. So I went to one of his events. They were uh, he was in D.C. and I'm, yeah, I live close there. And I remember, you know, it was really loud and there was like a lot of bass and there was like all this sound that was like permeating through the body mm. you know, up until that point. And I've been to concerts where there was loud, but, it, you know, it wasn't the same. And a lot of it was a long time ago in like my young concert phase. But it became very apparent the difference between hearing sound and feeling sound like mm. your whole body like resonates with it passing through your body. And then I remember walking out of there after like a two hour, you know, probably close to two hours of just almost constant um, music. And it was powerful because you have him with all mic'd up and all the speakers. And then you have like the crowd doing the um, response to his chants and, and there were hundreds of people there, I think. And when I left, I'm, we're walking to the car and I'm like, I don't feel like the same person. Like, I feel like I walked in that night. One person walked out a different person. <laughs> like, there's really something about music and vibration um, you know, just permeating through every cell in your body as opposed to just, you know, entering this little ear hole. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess the tools you use, the instruments, they have that effect. Like there's a um, expansion. There's like an encompassing feel. It's like a big, there's like a, a bigness to its sound. Yes. That, that fullness. It's like, uh, we get a lot of comments and it resonates with me so much, but it's like, it's like a hug. It's like a warm hug of vibration that just holds you. And, you know, like as you're feeling it, those vibrations are going through your cells. They're moving things and they're moving things on a, on a molecular level. Like it, it gets your lymphatic fluids going and increases your hmm. blood flow. Um, it can, you know, obviously like get rid of your 
your brain fog and clear your mind, allow you to just relax. But the thing about sound, what I've learned is that you never know what it's going to do for you. You know, it just, it's one of those things you just kind of have to experience for yourself. And what I've learned also is that sound always knows where to go. So I can have, you know, a root chakra sound bath that's very intentionally made for the root chakra, but someone might be feeling it in their, in their heart, you know? And so the intention is good to put there, but the sound is going to go where, where your body needs it the most. And I think that goes with like almost any frequency and vibration. Hmm. That's interesting. How, how do you use sound uh, like holistically other than when you're making these tracks for the public or you know to put it out in the ether of youtube or whatever yeah um, where else do you incorporate sound or music into your like your day-to-day -day routine yeah so i i live for music so music is i listen to pretty much all day long um i personally love like really soft piano like um kind of like italian cafe music also when i start my day i like to just have it I love the, that feel of Europe. And so depending on the time of day or how I'm, I'm feeling, I'll go with music that recreates those feelings within myself. Um, and I love to do um, like ecstatic dance, expressive dance, like freestyle dance. And so I also do that more towards the end of the night after, you know, I've done all my practices. And then at the end of the night, I just movement, I feel like is so important. Um, so I incorporate a whole different type of music for that movement. Um, Interesting. Stuff. I feel too self-conscious to do that. Are you doing that by yourself or are yeah. like people seeing you do that? <laughs> but I also go to a place, um, I'll give them a little plug, but this place called Ohm Culture in Seattle. And they, it, it's a huge group of people that everyone just goes and just, you just get to express yourself however you want. And I've, I've been doing it for long enough to where I just go in there and I just like, I don't even... I just imagine I'm in my own world and I don't, I'm like, no one's, no one's watching me. No one cares. You know, everyone's doing their own thing. And if someone's judging me, then it's because they're seeing something that they wish that they could express within themselves, you know, and it's, it's hopefully going to inspire them to feel comfortable enough to do it on their own. Cause when you do it and you let go of that self-conscious thought, um, it's, it's one of the most liberating feelings you can ever have. And it's, it's almost, it's a type of meditation of its own. You can just have this profound release. And then at the end of the night, you're just like, Oh my God, like <laughs> I feel so good. I'll try to plant the seed for myself to be uh, a little more open to that idea. Maybe one day soon I'll let loose with dance a little bit more. I encourage you, know, you it, to do it. <laughs> you say that. Cause I, I always feel, and I know I've said this on the podcast before that like children are, like our greatest teachers. Yes. And if we look at what they do, there's some certain certain things that stands out. Like mm -hmm. they're always willing to dance or sing or cry and they don't care what other people think about them. <laughs> yeah. And they get on the floor and they get dirty. And it's like, there's a lot to be said there. Like if there's a fountain of youth, it's like, behave, you know, learn from them. Do, yes. do more of that. Yes. So um, do you, you say you, you listen to music throughout the day. Do you find yourself getting in these, uh, like we're such habitual, habitual creatures, like these routines where you're listening to the same genre, same type of music at the same time of day, each day? No, I, so one thing that I really try to avoid in my life is uh, 
like predictability and too much structure. Like I don't like having the exact same routines every single day. And so I switch it up very consistently. Um, one of the things that I do uh, the most consistently, I, I do listen to my own music. <laughs> I, I, I feel like there's this quote I always say, and it's, uh, it, it might be from, uh, I can't remember, I, don't quote me on it, but there's a, it's invention, uh, necessity is the father of invention. Mm. So out of necessity, things that I was looking for in music and couldn't find, I'm like, gosh, I wish they just had something that, you know, had bird sounds like, like you're going through a jungle, but you still feel like the warmth of the music. And then, you know, so you Enchanted Forest comes out. And I, it's funny that you said that you really like that one. Cause I listened to that one like a hundred times. It just, it feels like it transports you into that jungle and it takes you on this experience of sound. So yeah, every day when I, I answer my comments and uh, just do my regular work, I listen to my sound baths throughout that whole period. It just, because oftentimes I'll go to a cafe. Um, I don't necessarily like to work at home because I like to get out. You know, sometimes at home there's like little distractions and like this guy is distracting me, <laughs> but going to a cafe, just throwing on the headphones and just being like, okay, this is my workspace for the day. And then just listening to all different types of sound baths. Um, and then oftentimes I'll be like, oh, I wish I did that in the sound bath, or I wish I included this in the sound bath. And then at the same time, I'll be inspired for new ideas in that process. Gotcha. It is interesting how the body knows what it needs in some ways. Like at Mindful Movement, we talk a lot about um, empowering folks to play a, a larger role in their sense of well-being. And we often like look outside. We're always looking outside of ourselves to like fix something. And it's almost like insulting to mother nature. Like, it's almost like, you know, better, like it's already in there. The inner wisdom Everything. is there. You gotta, you know, let it come out. And it's funny. You, you mentioned about how you, you know, you make the music that you feel you need the, um, what do you say? Necessity. Uh, necessity is the father of invention. Is the father of invention. Yeah. So on our main channel, there's, I don't know, there's probably like 400 meditations now. And my wife, Sarah has written the vast majority of them. And I've written a few and they're always come from like dark times. It's always like what I needed to hear at that time. And once yes. in a while, I'll, you know, I'll listen to one of the ones that I wrote. Cause I like, I know that was me giving myself what I need. And then I'll throw that <laughs> in Sarah's face. Sometimes when she's having a rough time, we're like, you should listen to your meditation. Like, why do you think you wrote, like, why do you think you wrote that one? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then she'll tell me to shut up or whatever. You know, she doesn't... <laughs> um, well, that, that's great. So it's it's funny you said you don't want structure. This something it reminds me of. I've been exercising for a long time, and music can definitely be used as, I mean, you could call it a performance enhancing drug on some level. Like, as you know, you it affects how you feel and mood, and you could definitely tinker with it in a way where, you know, like everybody knows, like you've heard a song that pumps you up. Mm -hmm. And there's times for that, but also like you, I don't know if tolerance is the right word. When I used to do uh, distance running and I would do a lot of like triathlete based training, I would have these playlists and I would design them where 
at the end of the playlist when I knew I was going to be like in a physical struggle. Like that's where I would have the music, like the intensity, the pump you up nature of a song come up. But mm. it was almost like I didn't want to waste those songs earlier on. First, I you know, wanted something calmer that I was where I was in the phase of like taking it easy. Let's say you're going out for a five mile run, like you save the pump you up music for the last mile. But what I noticed over over time was there'd be a song that would really get you going and then it wouldn't like it would wear off. And, and I realized you have to use those songs sparingly. So like if you find a song that really gets you, um, you know, to perform at that peak level, like be real wise, like don't listen to that on your everyday workout, like save yes. that for your really heavy moment, your your heaviest set of of the week or, or you know, because it's not going to do that forever. Absolutely. I love that you say that. Um that resonates with me so much because yeah, you know, I'll be listening to my playlist at the same time and that same type of song will come out. I'm like, it's too good for right now. Like <laughs> I can't, I can't listen to that right now. It's like, I'll come well, back to that. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what's going on there. Like there's something about it becoming familiar and, and it makes you comfortable as opposed to like stimulated or um, I don't know. I, I bet somebody has like looked into that. There's probably a study somewhere of what's going on in the brain to, to lead to that. That would be interesting. Definitely. I don't, um, I used to play music when I was young. I was good as like a, like a young instrumenter or whatever, like middle school band, high school band stuff. <laughs> and then I got away from it where I've always listened to music. I've always enjoyed it, but I don't like produce and I've never been much of a singer because I, one, I don't feel like it's a good instrument for me, uh, especially mm -hmm. for the people around me that could hear, <laughs> uh, like I feel bad for them, but essentially something's come up recently and I'm like reconnecting with the value of the, um, like the production of music through song. And I've been asked, I have a bar mitzvah I'm supposed to go to. So it's actually like next week, my nephew. And I was asked to um, to read like a prayer, I guess, at a bar mitzvah. I'm not an expert on this, but you like read from the Torah, which is, um, you know, this big book that's really important in Judaism. And it's like this mm -hmm. massive scroll. And um, and during the event, different uh, guests will be invited up to read these prayers right before and after whoever the kid is, it's getting the bar or bar mitzvah is doing their like Torah reading. And uh, it's short. It's like, uh, I don't know, 30 second. And I'm like terrified of it. <laughs> like I'm terrified of like embarrassing myself in front of like a lot of family I haven't seen in a long time. And I'm like, I don't want to make it. And I, and I don't want to, out of respect for my nephew, like I want to do a good job, but I don't sing. So I've been like practicing. I've like asked for some help and be like, I don't want to botch this. And um, so the last like few weeks, I don't know, maybe like five minutes every other day, I'm like just repeating them. But, and in the beginning, it was really bad. Um, like I did, like even the confidence to like project my voice and like trust that I can make sound like mm -hmm. very timid. But then after, I don't know, maybe like half a dozen sessions, it's coming out better. And yeah. what I've noticed is it's like, oh, I'm like getting calm. Like it's 
is healthy. It's like, oh, this is medicine. Oh yeah, singing is medicine. I'm like reminded of like all the things I experienced when like when I went to Krishna Das or when I get a big, you know, deep into a sound bath and I'm like, don't even feel my body anymore. And I'm just like there in the experience. And like, I'm getting a little taste of that. And no wonder people that sing like love to do it. They need to do it. They don't want to stop doing it. It's, it's medicine. And it's like built in. We all have the tool, but it takes like, you got to really get out of your own way to um, allow for it to come and, and manifest. So it's been an interesting experience just these last couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to get it over with, but I am enjoying the process <laughs> of like, I'm less embarrassed now. And I know my family like hears me upstairs, like, you know, singing pretty loudly. But. Good for you. And you know, Steph, I feel like every single thing that brings us fear or anxiety is something that is a lesson for us to grow with, you know, it's to overcome. And you're absolutely right on, you know, it's, you know, it's our God given instrument, everybody has the voice. And with mantras, um, I mean, even if you are talking, speaking, you can feel the vibe, and you place your hand on your chest, you can feel that vibration moving through your whole entire body. And before I really got into sound healing, I would do chanting. And that's when I realized that every different tone that I would chant with and hum with just like, like the scale, the deepest goes down to the root, you can just feel it vibrating in your at the base of your spine. And then as you move up, you could feel the frequencies vibrating in the very specific areas of like the chakra system, um, which is, you know, just the endocrine system. And so it would it would affect your glands. And as you're doing those internal chantings and those pulsings, you could move the energy you can move the cells you can increase the circulation again bring relaxation and um the voice is is our most powerful tool and i believe that everybody has a voice and everybody has a specific voice for maybe a very specific type of music so it's just finding what feels comfortable with you and just letting it flow and like you said you know getting out of your own way and just letting it just come out. It's like, you know, I'm just going to do what I do. And if I butcher it, I butcher it. You know, if I do great, I do great, but um, I'm going to do it and just let it flow out. Surrender to the flow and everything. Right. You mentioned something a moment ago. Um, I've, you know, I've, I'm familiar with the chakras to some extent, and I'm familiar that they will have a corresponding frequency that I guess they will resonate with. If I'm using mm -hmm. the terminology right there, you said it's basically the endocrine system. Can you, yeah. can you touch on that a little bit more? Yeah. So each, each chakra is also connected to a gland in your body. So like the, the throat chakra connected to the thyroid gland, the pineal or the third eye chakra connected to the pineal gland. And so each of them are actual energetic points in your body. And the correlation with that is when one of your glands becomes out of balance, let's say you have, you know, hyperthyroidism, that would be an overactive thyroid, which would lead to, you know, um, I don't know exactly, I'm not, I'm not like an endocrinologist, but it, it leads to an imbalance. And that imbalance could come out as, you know, being overactive with your throat, like yelling too much or getting angry and shouting and overusing it. 
And then there's, uh, you know, the, the other way, the reverse, which hypothyroidism, which is an underactive thyroid. And so when you have any gland that is over or under balance, it's going to naturally affect your physiology in some type of way. And so I believe like the chakra system goes into those glands and it gives you almost like a, like a, something that you can visualize, you know, it's like, oh, the root chakra does this. And then if you look into the benefits of the, the root chakra, or if it's not act, if it's underactive or overactive, you can actually relate it to the gland that it's associated with. And, you know, same with like the sacral chakra with your adrenal glands. If your adrenal glands are overactive, you might be, you know, hyperactive in all the traits that the adrenal gland, adren adrenal gland effects so each one if go if they go out of balance it causes emotional disturbance it causes physical disturbance and it causes imbalance in the body so the key is to you know ultimately heal the body and maintain the body at a state of balance and homeostasis and that would be you know making sure that you're eating the prop taking the proper nutrients that is going to help produce a, a a healthy thyroid or a healthy pineal gland um so yeah, so you're saying like the, the thyroid could be out of balance and let's say it's hypo and underactive that will then lead to someone maybe being less active in their voice, like more likely to stay quiet, not cause a scene, not yep. con be confrontational maybe, or. And just but quiet, not speaking your truth, like having these emotions held in instead of expressing them and sharing what's on your mind. But can yeah. it go the other way? Like is chicken or the egg or like, can you, let's say you have that trait. Do you think that could lead to an imbalance of that chakra and then the hypothyroid? Or do you think, uh, like, is that bi-directional you think? I, I think that it, it just happens as it goes. So if, if it, I believe that you can find the balance, but if it's going, if it's going, like, if you're feeling that, you know, if you're not speaking your truth and you're not expressing yourself in the way that you want, that would be an underactive throat chakra. So that would be something that could find balance by doing the opposite, but recognizing the pattern and then making the change as it comes like, Oh, I'm not speaking my truth. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to say this right now. Like I this has been on my mind and I'm going to express it. So that would be bringing it back to the balance. Gotcha. And regardless of how a chakra is out of balance, it's really the same frequency. So it's not like you would use a different frequency to bring it up or down. It's just it's either you know, if it's supposed to if a chakra resonates at a certain frequency, you just would want to deliver that frequency and then the body knows how to like resonate with that and bring it into into balance to correct it correct and so each each frequency has a wave pattern there's the long patterns and then there's the short waves and it also works in the same way with colors um when you when you look at light you know red is long waves and the root chakra is long waves and long frequencies. And that's why the root chakra is like the deep bassy, the deep bassy frequencies and vibrations. And so it's also coincidentally the lowest part on your body, not the lowest. I mean, there's obviously the feet, but like out of the seven chakra system, 
um there's you know there's nine chakras there's there's like 21 chakras there's so many different minor chakras major chakras um exterior chakras inner chakras but those are just the main ones the seven and so yeah they it just when you play the right low frequency it will go through you but i i think ultimately you have to be the one to allow it to release and that's why i really encourage breath in all of my music like if you're if you're feeling that frequency and you're feeling you know oftentimes if a frequency is making you feel uncomfortable like if a vibration is making you feel like like driving you crazy what I've learned throughout the process of this is that that's the vibration that you need to work on the most. And so something's like, just, you just, you're like, oh, just turn this off. Like I got to change this. You should probably stick with it a little bit longer and breathe in. It's like, why, why is this bringing me discomfort? Why am I running from this frequency? What is causing me to be repelled by this vibration? And sitting with that discomfort and then taking the deep breaths and allowing your body to relax into that vibration. That's when those really amazing spontaneous releases happen. Um, I personally have been put off by some of my bowls at different points in my life where I just, I would play the set and I would just avoid this bowl. I'm just like, it just, I just don't like how it sounds with the group. I just avoid it. And it was the chakra that I needed the most work on. And when I really started working with that chakra and trying to get it in balance, it's now, you know, one of my favorite bowls and I love to incorporate it. And so each of the bowls affects me differently, depending on my mental and physical state at the time that I'm playing them. That's interesting. So you, you put a bowl in timeout when needed. Yeah, <laughs> but if it's put on timeout, it you probably shouldn't it. be on right. timeout. So I, I want to just finish up on this chakra endocrine thing. I'm going through my mind thinking of the glands that I know of in the body. Um, so each of the, the major chakras has a corresponding gland. So you mentioned the mm -hmm. thyroid and then the pineal. pineal. Yep. And then, and then um, on top of that, the crown is the pituitary okay um the base is um like gonads or something yes yes okay. you got it um and then the adrenal and that's then the sacral that's the sacral adrenal? okay yep and then the solar plexus is the um i'm drawing a blank there too um I should, I should know this, but it's okay. You probably yeah. weren't expecting that question. No, it's okay. It, it's something that, I mean, I made a whole series on it. Um, it's just, I'm brain farting right now, but then the next one is the heart. Um, and then, yeah. So I guess I'm just missing the adrenal. I can, I can even just do it. I've heard of the chakras referred to almost as like a chronological process. I'm sure I'll butcher this where like when, you're an infant you know first you need like safety like i know that the root chakra um, is associated with like safety on some levels like basic survival and then as you move up you're like branching out to others like connecting outside of yourself and developing like a sense of will and then there's like this big gap as you reach to the heart which 
reflects almost like life's journey where you hit a point where there's a lot of space there before you like get to that, where you could learn about love or something. And then you, you work your way up, you find your voice, you find some wisdom, and then you feel like oneness connected, whatever you want to call it. Like it's a, a process in which you're almost bridging from the earth to the heavens, but there's like a chronological thing that kind of mirrors or parallels like the, the general, like, um, journey of like a life experience. Um, Absolutely. It's everything is connected and, you know, every part of the journey of our exterior lives is also a reflection of our interior lives. And when you're healing the interior life or your interior world, you're also healing your exterior world and vice versa. And so it just, it all meshes together in this beautiful web of the journey of life as we do our best to just, you know, live our life, you know, as with what, as, as it resonates the best with ourselves. So So let me ask you, Travis, about uh, the process. So you got a room with a lot of these toys Mm-hmm. How are you composing? I mean, did were you musically gifted? Did you have a music background as far as playing music before you got into these and you got that first bowl as a gift and was um, kind of awakened? Like, did you already know how to make music or read music? No. So I so I played the trumpet in elementary school. I haven't played an instrument since elementary school. And um deep down, I always, there's like an inner part of me that just always wanted to learn the piano and the guitar. And I love to sing. Singing is the main instrument that I would use. But when I started building my collection with the crystal singing bowls, I was just, I had no idea what I was doing, to be completely honest. I was just like resonating it and just seeing how it made me feel in the process. And then, you know, I would listen to the playback of what I would create and I'd be like, oh, like, why did I play it like that? Like, oh, it sounds horrible like that. Or I would go to a sound bath and I would hear them play it. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, why would they play it like that? And I would just really take in what I loved about what I was hearing. And then I made sure not to include what, what I didn't love about it. And then it was just trial and error through you know, experimentation. And then it has led me to the point of understanding, you know, like the, the C major scale, which is the scale that I use and what, what frequency, what vibrations together create the constant harmony and which ones create the dissonance. And um, I just learned to play music by playing the crystal singing bowls. And then it's kind of, reflected in my musical abilities in general like I'm learning to play the piano right now I'm taking piano lessons and I am picking it up way way faster than I ever could have imagined and is that changing how you're playing the bowls yeah and so I'm it's not yet I've only been in I've only been taking the classes for about two and a half months but I was trying to self-teach myself uh, for like a little over a year and just knowing like, okay, like don't, that's why when I play, you know, if you play E and F next to each other, 
it creates the the dissonant frequency. So it's like which can be really overwhelming in a sound bath. So I don't include it that much, but it also has its place. It like creates the dissonance. And then once you balance it out with, you know, putting, taking it from E or yeah, getting rid of the E bowl and then taking it to F or C and playing C and F together, it creates that like this completion. So the warble, the dissonance comes in and it like shakes up the cells and it shakes up the mind and then you balance it out. And then, it, it, then you just feel like this, oh, like you just shook up the vibrations of your body and then you just balance it and you allowed it to realign itself naturally. Is that so is that the technical like musical term for that dissonance when you have like that? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the dissonance. And then the other is constant. Okay. So there's the constant, which is, you know, like C, E, C, F, C, like G, thirds C. and fourths, so things that sound good together. Always. Yeah. 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 And okay. some of my favorite sound bats are with like the perfect fifth with C, E, and G. And then I also use a lower octave G. So bringing those three together it doesn't matter how you play them they always just sound so beautiful and they just they just harmonize so nicely together now some of these tracks you do they're i mean they're long yeah you're i mean there's is there editing to this or are you really sitting there that long no, okay. no. so so <laughs> i was at one point one of the things that we for the first <laughs> like three and a half years we we're like we're not moving anything. We're just going to, you know, we're going to record the whole sound bath, whether it's two or three hours and me just sitting there. And at the beginning, my arms, he's snoring. <laughs> my arms would be just like, I'm like, oh, I just need to rest. So we'd have to like take cuts to like, let my arms <laughs> sit down a little bit. Like I need someone to come and massage my arms <laughs> in between. <laughs> but it got to the point where, you know, now that we have five active channels that we're creating i'm like we can't have these you know 12 hour film days every week um and longer so we started did you say 12 hour film days <laughs> we've had 12 so yeah. you so you're using uh some posts you're editing a lot of this up to make it so that you're you spare your shoulders yes <laughs> yes and so, so what are I, all the what are uh all the channels so i know there's healing vibrations and sleeping vibrations which is sounds similar they're just all really long so mm -hmm. they're designed to just hit it and then you don't have to worry about it ending you know yeah um, what are the other ones so yeah so healing vibrations is um it's this it's the channel for sound experiences so it, it's me taking you on a journey of you know bringing in these different elements to music and just allowing you to process whatever surfaces while you're listening and they're not necessarily that long so we've i think we're kind of going back to the three hours and 33 minutes and one hours uh, one hour and 11 minutes um and then we have been getting a lot of comments of people wanting more sleep music with just the crystal singing bowls so we're like, okay, there's there's a need for that so that's what allowed us to create sleeping vibrations where I just use we're just doing pure crystal singing bowls. That's it. And we're looping it for a full eight hours so they can listen to it the entire night and while they're sleeping and it, they get the full sleep with it. And then we did, we have a guided vibrations channel, which I've really tried to do the guided meditation route also maybe like two years ago, maybe a little bit longer. 
and you know, it just uh, it just never hit. Um, and so we took a break from that channel for about a year, and then we got back, we were like, okay, let's do it, give it one last hoorah uh, for 2023, and that was me bringing in the shamanic aspect of my personality. Like I love doing shamanic cleanses, and you know, creating this like experience similar to ASMR, but almost like you're coming in to have like a shamanic healing done by you know a shaman um and and what so is that one called uh guided vibrations guided vibrations yeah so it's like guiding you through this experience personally and that's the channel that i use my voice in okay um is drew is drew just on the technical side or does he yeah okay. yeah he's just on and but he we've been wanting to do a creator finance channel and so he's been in the background putting that channel together we haven't released it yet but that's going to be drew's little baby that he's you know sharing the the financial aspects of youtube and just all those elements of behind the scenes gotcha um so that's three of them healing sleeping guided yeah and then we have uh black screen healing vibrations and that is another sleep channel that incorporates every sound bath from all of our different channels into eight hours so like for example we have a one hour version of yoga nidra on healing vibrations but if you wanted eight hours of it you can listen to it on black screen healing vibrations and have it with a black screen so you can listen to it all throughout the night and not have to worry about your phone overheating or your screen dying fast because of the brightness oh interesting okay. and so yeah we're that channel incorporates all of our music in eight hour long versions so with wait a black, black screen. street just because you that saves battery life by oh i'm learning all kinds of things today yeah and so there's we would we would get a lot of comments of people being like oh i wish that this was just a black screen or i wish i just had it as a dark screen so that it, my battery would last and so we're like okay we're, we're getting enough of these comments to where we're like okay maybe there's something to this and so we just pivoted and just we're it's so people you know, complain and you just make a new channel <laughs> pretty much give the people what they want be careful you're gonna have like a hundred channels to juggle yeah. another few years yeah. and then what's the what's the fifth one and then the fifth one is our most recent and that's chakra vibrations where we really uh focus on the the chakra aspects of of the healing so like very specific stuff so for example let's say um you you don't have the confidence to speak like what we we're talking about, like you don't have you don't have the confidence to speak what's on your mind. You want the courage and the strength to express your feelings truly. So we'll take, you know, the root singing bowl to allow you to be grounded into the experience. And then the E, the E bowl, which is associated with the solar plexus chakra, which is your courage, your confidence, your your drive and force. And then the throat chakra, which would be your expression. And so I'll play those three bowls specifically so you can work with those three specific chakras if those are the chakras that you need work on. And then that also will go out into other different types of, you know, like expressing your truth, um, having a clear vision of your future. And so it just really opens up all these very intentional, very specific healing practices that you want to work on. Well, that sounds great. And for the lift listeners, if you're listening to this, you've probably heard Sarah's meditations and Travis and Drew have been nice enough to offer uh, one of their tracks so that we could put 
some of your work behind uh, Sarah's voice for Tracker 2, so um, our audience could experience that too. And um, that's, that seems like an exciting uh, collaboration to me. I, I don't know why I didn't, just didn't ask for the Enchanted Forest one, because that's the one that I'm like a junkie on right now. <laughs> um, but uh, you sent one over, so I'm looking forward to seeing how that comes out. And I wrote a, um, it's still a work in process, but I wrote like an affirmations meditation recently. So hopefully I'll, I'll ask Sarah if she could combine those together and maybe um, have that come out in the next week or two. Um, so the one I've been listening to primarily is healing vibrations, which Travis, like the word healing means a lot to me. Um, mm -hmm. One of, you know, one of the things that I really work on here is to try, like I mentioned earlier, like empower folks to play a, a, a larger role in their sense of well-being. And I, I went through a pretty um, like dramatic healing process myself uh, several years back. And what I've learned by figuring out how to heal through like learning and tinkering and trying things is there's a lot of other people that are doing the same thing. Like yes. there is a lot of healing that's needed, you know, partly because of maybe just the stressful um, style of our culture and society, partly because there's, you know, toxic environment, whether it's our food supply or water supply or air supply, or, and there's like a, I, don't know, I think close to a hundred thousand man-made chemicals that our liver did not evolve around. That's being asked to figure out how to get out of our body when we breathe them in or whatever. Um, and not to mention just, you know, the, the impact of the cumulative effect of uh, mental, emotional stress, childhood trauma, whatever. And I'm passionate about healing myself. Like it's an ongoing like way of life. And I also like helping other folks um, find steps that help them, you know, to, to just make forward steps. I'm sure over the years, you've gotten feedback from the impact that your work has done for people on their own journeys. Are there any like healing stories that stand out that you've heard over the years, how just the act of like, you know, push and play, closing your eyes and allowing the body to, you know, shift towards homeostasis, like what kind of, I know this is not like medical advice or whatever, saying that um, YouTube cures things, but I mean, what kind of healing stories have you heard from people over the years? Travis, you there? I'm so sorry. I don't. It's all right. We, we can oh, edit that my... out. We lost Travis there for a little bit, but we got him back. Um, technology, man. Um, so you log back on. Or you, you log back on your phone. That's cool. That works. Yeah. I had to disconnect from my Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi just went out everywhere, and that. Well, we'll wrap this up with this last question, and then, um, and then you could just make sure everybody knows how to find your work. Um, basically, the question I was asking was, what kind of, are there any like healing stories that stand out to you that you've kind of heard from your audience that um, that your work has kind of helped them move forward through? Yeah, so that's one of my main drivers for what I create and what I do um, is the amount of comments that we have. I guess I can't think of any specifically, but there are so many that we, I, I receive where they're like, your light, your music has changed my life. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be alive right now if it weren't for your music. Um, a lot of people come to my channel and 
a state of desperation where they've like they have been searching for all these different things to find healing and then they find themselves at my channel and they're like i guess insomnia is a huge one um how people aren't able to sleep and then they listen to my music and someone will be like oh i haven't i haven't slept more than three hours in you know like five months and this is the first time that i was able to sleep a full eight hours and it was all because i had your music playing um I think that, yeah, the, the word healing, it, it means a lot to me too. And I don't believe, well, I don't want to say I don't believe, but I feel that we can only heal ourselves. Like, I don't think I'm healing anybody or that I'm like this, like magical healer, but I believe that if we can hold space for people and create the right environment for them, then they can find the healing by going within themselves. Um, and so, yeah, I think the most impactful comments for me are the people that come in and they're like, this, I have, I haven't been able to find peace. You know, I'm, I'm struggling from the loss of a family member. And then your, your music has allowed me to process those emotions. Like, oh, I've been crying for four hours and I don't even know why, you know, like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what this music did, but I have been crying nonstop and I feel so much better now. And so just being able to hold space for people to process their emotions has been everything for me. And I, I love seeing and acknowledging the community. That's like my favorite thing is spending the beginning of my day, you know, <laughs> pretty much two hours almost every day answering all the comments. Cause I love to just really, I feel if, if my music has made an impact in someone's life in a positive way, and they're opening their heart to me in the comments and for me not to acknowledge it. I'm just like, no, like I want them to know that I have seen their comment. I've seen your message. I hear you and I feel you and I acknowledge you. And thank you so much for opening your heart and sharing your experience because that that's why I, I create the content that I do. That's great. I'm sure it boosts your mood too, hearing all that feedback. It's hard to, hard to have a bad day when you read 50 people tell you how good they feel because of what you're doing. There's literally so many times I'll, I won't be like crying, but you know, the tears will come and I'll just be like, Oh my God, I'm about to ball my eyes out. Like I better turn my music off for a second because <laughs> it's going to trigger it. And are um, you making it all from your house or? Yeah. This, and yeah. so I take care of a family property and I've been allotted at the upstairs. And so I've turned the upstairs come into a complete studio and I live really civilization. So we don't ever really have to worry about noise and um, oh, nice. yeah, it's worked out really nice. That's great. Okay. So is there anything else you want to share Travis uh, before we wrap it up? Um, you know, I think that, you know, trusting the flow of life and experimenting with all different types of sound um all different modalities of healing whether it's you know guided meditations by the way i really wanted to say you both make such good guided meditations when i was listening to them i'm like you know your wife's words come out so elegantly and so they resonate so deeply um yeah i just i want to thank you also for 
incredible work that you do for the collective and holding that space in the way that you do. Thanks um, for sharing that. I'll let her know. That is her baby. She, <laughs> I, I could take uh, maybe half a percent credit at most. Um, but uh, yeah, she's got a special voice. There's something about it. She's, uh, I'm a lucky guy for sure. Definitely. And it's, you know, it's the, the teamwork makes the dream work, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for that feedback. I really appreciate it. And um, I, I want to thank you for taking the time out. Like I said, I've really been enjoying your, your content and for the listeners, I really encourage you to check it out. I'll put some links in the uh, description so uh, you could shoot over there and give a listen and, um, and look forward to hearing some feedback and hopefully we'll do some more collaborations in the future. Um, you have, other than the channels, healing vibrations, sleeping vibrations, guided vibrations, black screen vibrations, uh, chakra vibrations, any other ways to learn more or where you would like to direct people? Um, you know, we've, I have other social media, but we've kind of just, we haven't been, we've, there's been so much going on with our vibrations umbrella. Gotcha. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> We're it's like, enough. For Instagram or TikTok right. or any of that. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So those, those channels are, are, are just great. Well, I mean, unless they do Spotify, we're all over Spotify and all streaming oh, okay. services. Gotcha. Well, Travis, thank you very much for taking the time. I really enjoyed uh, chatting with you and I am very grateful for you being out there, putting out the work um, into the ether and uh, glad that I have access to it. I'm glad that your, uh, your feline friend joined the party, joined the conversation for a little bit there. And um, for the listeners out there, always grateful for your listening. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. I hope everybody has a great day. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me here, Les. It's been an amazing conversation. I can have these conversations all day long. So I really appreciate you reaching out. And thank you for doing what you do for the collective. And I appreciate you, my friend. Thanks again. Take care. Thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. I did. Learned a few cool things today. Talked about some things I didn't really expect to get into, and uh, I really enjoyed that. I'm falling into the unknown, so that was exciting. And I do encourage you all to check out if you want to listen to some music. Of course, I'm a huge fan of Sarah's work and her guided meditations, but also when you're trying to chill out, sometimes you don't want words. Um, there's something about not having something for your mind to follow and just allow yourself to experience. So go experience Travis's work and let us know what you think. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope everybody has a great day.